Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's Sunday special that's happening on a Monday. Today, like I said, on Saturday, I will be diving into the new Toyota GR Corolla because that's huge news. Because we all we all remember when the year when the GR Yaris came out. Us us in the US, us Yanks, we were pissed, right? We were mad, and rightfully so. Another hot hatch slips through the cracks. Not today, not today, Toyota says. Toyota says, nah, I got you, fam. I got you, and I'm gonna bring a car that'll actually fit your market. That's big enough to actually fit the people in the U.S. That's not quite how I meant it, but we like bigger cars here, right? That's undeniable. So we'll give you a bigger car, Toyota says. And so it's come to be. The 2023 Toyota GR Corolla rocks the rally boat with 300 horsepower, all-wheel drive, and a six-speed manual. Let's get into this. I'm so excited. It is the Japanese Ford Focus RS, basically. The Toyota Corolla has built a reputation for reliability and value and being an appliance, but few have called it fun. Enter the lively world of Gazoo Racing. Toyota's performance arm has gotten their hands on the compact hatchback and given it an aggressive, rally-inspired makeover. The end result is the 2023 GR Corolla, and it's coming to strike fear into the heart of the Subaru WRX and Volkswagen Golf R. And unlike its smaller brother, the GR Yaris, this one, ladies and gentlemen, is actually coming to North America. Woo! While the Corolla hatchback has a perfectly acceptable 2-liter 4-cylinder engine with 168 horsepower, 125 kilowatts or 170 PS, and 151 pound-feet or 205 newton-meters of torque, it doesn't exactly get the heart racing. To solve this problem, engineers have installed a turbocharged 1.6-liter 3-cylinder unit codenamed G16E GTS that develops an impressive 300 horsepower, 224 kilowatts or 304 PS, and 273 pound-feet or 370 newton-meters of torque. It makes the GR Corolla nearly twice as powerful as the standard model and even more forceful than the 275 horsepower or 206 kilowatt, 279 PS Hyundai Veloster N. The Toyota also bests the 271 horsepower, 202 kilowatts or 275 PS Subaru WRX as well as N versions of the Hyundai Elantra and Kona. However, it comes up short when compared to the 315 horsepower or 235 kilowatt, 319 PS Volkswagen Golf R. The engine is connected exclusively, exclusively, to a six-speed manual transmission and a GR4 all-wheel drive system. Like on the GR Yaris, the system is adjustable and offers front-rear power splits of 60, 40, 50, 50, and 30, 70. You'd love to see it. That, that last one meaning more power to the rear. 70% power to the rear, 30% power to the front. This means the car can be front-biased, neutral, or rear-biased at the twist of a knob. So, quick facts, 1.6 liter turbocharged inline 3-cylinder engine, 300 horsepower, 304 PS, 224 kilowatts, and 273 pound-feet or 370 newton-meters of torque, 6-speed manual GR4 four-wheel drive system, all-wheel drive system, but whatever, it's 173.6 inches long or 4,410 4, millimeters long, 72.8 inches or 1,850 millimeters wide, and 57.2 inches or 1,455 millimeters tall. It has a wheelbase of 103.9 inches or 2,640 millimeters, weighs, apparently, allegedly weighs 3,249 pounds or 1,474 kilograms, and is estimated to go on sale in fall this year. 
The performance features don't end there though, as the GR Corolla has an aluminum hood and aluminum front door panels. They help minimize they help to minimize the weight gain as the model tips the scales, allegedly again, at 3,249 pounds or 1,474 kilograms, which is 189 pounds or 85.7 kilograms more than the standard Corolla hatchback. Fair enough, it's got about 189 pounds more kit on it. Besides the weight saving, well, more performance kit for sure. Besides the weight-saving measures, the GR Corolla rides on a beefed-up version of the TNGAC platform. It has significantly more weld points than the standard model, and also benefits from the extensive use of structural adhesive, increasing the joint rigidity between component parts. The suspension also has been revamped as the GR Corolla has a McPherson strut setup with circuit tune coil springs, shock absorbers, and stabilizer bars to provide optimum cornering, capabil cornering capability on all surfaces. Out back, there's a double wishbone multi-link arrangement that accommodates the all-wheel drive system's goal of maximum agility and stability. Furthermore, the model can be equipped with front and rear limited slip differentials. Wrapping things up on the performance front are 18-inch gloss black wheels that are wrapped gloss black, sorry, wheels that are wrapped in Michelin Pilot Sport 4 tires. They're backed up by a beefy braking system that features four piston aluminum calipers, which grab onto ventilated and slotted front discs that measure 14 inches or 356 millimeters out back. There are two piston aluminum calipers and smaller 11.7 inch or 297 millimeter ventilated discs in the rear. Hot hatches have been hot hatches have largely been an overseas phenomenon, but when the GR Corolla arrives in the U in the United States later this year, it will have an aggressive design that clearly means business. This is immediately apparent as the entry level core variant has a massive mesh intake and a wide body kit with bulging fenders, kind of Hellcat like actually, except more integrated. The model also sports vertical air curtains, gloss black accents, and functional fender vents. Designers also install prominent side skirts with GR4 badging. The sporty theme is echoed out back by a distinctive three-tip stainless, stainless steel exhaust system. Toyota said its design reduces exhaust, exhaust pressure and outside noise, which are essential to back pressure performance. Other notable highlights include a rear spoiler and a relatively modest diffuser, which is integrated into the black rear bumper. Moving into the cabin, drivers will find a 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster that features a tachometer as well as displays for turbo pressure, the current gear, and the selected all-wheel drive mode. It's joined by a new 8-inch Toyota Audio Media Multimedia System, which offers cloud-based navigation as well as an intelligent assistant that responds to that responds to the Hey Toyota wake word. That's kind of weird, but okay. Putting the displays aside, the GR Corolla comes equipped with fabric sport seats that feature gray contrast stitching, as well as GR badging on the headrest. Drivers will also find a leather-wrapped sport steering wheel, aluminum pedals, and a six-speaker six audio system. To celebrate the introduction of the GR Corolla, Toyota will offer a circuit edition that features a bulging hood, ooh, with functional air vents. Yes, yes, air intake, please. The model is also distinguished by a forged carbon fiber roof, which reduces weight and helps to lower the car's center of gravity. Other highlights include a massive rear wing and red brake calipers. Interior changes are more modest, but the Circuit Edition has Bryn, Bryn Naub, I don't know how to say that, suede and synthetic leather sport seats with red mesh inserts and red contrast stitching. Buyers will also find a shift knob bearing the signature of Morizo, which is the racing alias of Toyota president, Akio Toyota. That's really cool. The Circuit Edition also comes better equipped as customers will find heated front seats, a heated steering wheel, and an 8-speaker JBL premium audio system. They're joined by an automatic climate control system and a wireless, phone, wireless smartphone charger. 
Despite its aggressive nature, the GR Corolla puts safety front and center. As a result, it comes equipped with Toyota Safety, safety Sense 3.0 suite of driver assistance systems that include a pre-collision system with pedestrian detection, lane departure alert with steering assist, and lane tracing assist. The model also has dynamic radar cruise control, automatic high beams, roadside assist, and a rear seat reminder. Other safety features include a blind spot monitor, a rear cross-traffic alert, and a hill start assist control. Each GR Corolla comes also comes with a one-year trial one-year trial subscription of Toyota Safety Connect, which provides automatic collision notification, emergency assistance, roadside assistance, and a stolen vehicle location service. That is very nice. The hot hatch will be built at a dedicated GR factory in Motomachi, Japan. While the plant while the plant isn't all new, it has already been it has already given birth to legendary models such as the Lexus LFA and Supra A80. The facility incorporates many manual assembly techniques and is more focused on quality than production numbers. Pricing will be announced in the coming months, but it appears enthusiasts have a lot to look forward to. Before we talk about the looks, though, let's dive into a little bit more information, this time a courtesy of Car and Driver, actually. Speaking of the shift lever, the shift lever sits adjacent to a prominent pull-style handbrake. You know the top gear the mating call? Yep, yep, Toyota got that right. Speaking more on the engine, this more powerful version of the engine of the GR Yaris's engine shares the same basic specifications. It's a dual overhead cam 12 valve inline 3 that displaces 1,618 cubic centimeters, and it shares the same D4S direct and port fuel injection system and 10.5 to 1 compression ratio. Its single scroll bar bearing tur ball bearing turbo is integrated into the exhaust manifold itself. But in the larger GR Corolla, the spent combustion gases pass into a much freer breathing triple exit exhaust system that features a valve to control the flow out of an added new central exit to greatly reduce back pressure. Peak torque arrives at 3000 RPM and its plateau persists to 5500 revs, at which point the 6500 RPM power peak is not far away. Car and driver has more specs on the 6-speed as well. The only available transmission is a 6-speed manual, and it seems safe to assume it'll deliver the same smooth, short-throw shift action we experienced during a drive of the Europe-only GR Yaris. All of the internal cogs in the close-ratio box are the same as the Yaris's, including a top gear that's barely overdriven at 0.90 to 1. Toyota refers to this gearbox as an intelligent manual transmission, or IMT, because it includes a rev-matching feature as well as hill-holding to prevent rollback on steep inclines. The shift lever itself is positioned to be within easy reach of the driver, but we can't help noticing the prominence of the chunky center pole handbrake. The standard GR4 all-wheel drive system employs an electronically controlled clutch pack mounted to the nose of the rear differential to distribute torque. But unlike the demand-based systems found on most crossover SUVs, the GR Corolla system drives all, all four wheels all the time. It's not a matter of if, but how much, as the system allows the driver to twirl a knob to select the front rear torque split that's best suited to driving conditions on or driving conditions or mood. The everyday default is 60-40 split, and there's a rear drive heavy 30-70 setting that's meant to that's meant to up the entertainment factor on winding roads. The 50-50 setting is all about track driving, where too much tail happiness can ne negatively affect lap times. But these torque splits are not carved in stone, as the system is able to tweak the distribution based on real-time feedback of how the car is actually behaving in response to changing driver inputs. So basically, if you've heard of torque vectoring, it seems to have a much more rudimentary version of that. I'm not, it doesn't seem to say it can drive just one wheel at a time if necessary, but it can get close to that. Hard stats out of the way, let's talk about the look. So for those of you that were hoping it was gonna, <laughs> well, I don't know how many of you were even 
even knew that this was happening. But for those of you that knew that was happening and was hoping that this would look a little bit, I don't know, like a Civic Type R, maybe in terms of craziness, the new Corolla GR is, or GR Corolla, I should say, is kind of halfway there. It's not as cartoonish looking. It's not as cartoonish looking as the Honda Civic Type R, or at the very least the current Honda Civic Type R. Don't know how the new one looks. That's yet to come out. But it, it does got it does have that hot hatch mischievous or that mischievousness that a hot hatch should have, especially with the tri tailpipes. But what's, what's interesting actually going to the back, what's interesting about the tri tailpipes is that you have two normal ones at the far side, like on a Toyota GT86, right? And you have a massive rectangular central exhaust tip in the middle, which is extremely weird because it's it, it's not like a Honda Civic, <laughs> to use the Honda Civic Type R once again, it's not like a Civic Type R where you have all three tips in the center. No, this one is spread out between the outer edges of the rear bumper and then the center. Kind of weird looking, kind of weird looking, I'm not going to lie, but it's different. If it sounds good, honestly, I don't really care, but it is, it's definitely very strange looking. If it goes to the face, it's kind of typical Toyota gopping mouth. You know how Persia on Top Gear, you know how they were saying that Persia's in recent in recent years, I think like 2010? era had the massive gopping mouth you know guppy mouths on them where they were just open where their jaws were just on the floor toyota's been doing that a lot lately much like Peugeot did back once again in roughly the 2010s era uh with the toyota avalon the normal corolla and alike let me let me look up something for a second yeah so if you know what the gr yaris looks like imagine that lower that that lower grill imagine that lower grill on a on a corolla Imagine the lower GR Yaris grill on the GR Corolla, and that it's it's basically that. I mean, they even have the very the very far apart fog lights inside the inside the lower grill here. And I think they does the GR yeah the GR Corolla's got vertical. Oh wait, no, the GR Corolla has fog lights in the vertical vents at the very far corners. Okay, whereas the GR Corolla sorry GR Yaris whereas the GR Corolla has the fog lights kind of more inset. Rather than the fog lights being where the vertical air vents are, or vents are, they've integrated them basically into the grill. Or put them inside the grill. Although, what's, what's interesting about that is they do still have vertical vents on the sides of the front bumper here. They do still have that. They just moved where the fog light placement is. Okay. But yeah, basically it looks like a GR Garris front bumper on a, on a Corolla. That's pretty much what it looks like. Not a bad thing by any means, but yeah, it's it's safe to say there there's there's a theme going on here, like kind of a family ties sort of a thing. So not a bad thing, not 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 a bad choice by any means because it does look very aggressive and quite cool. But it's pretty it's pretty obvious that this is inspired from the GR Yaris to say the least. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, it does still look like a Corolla. I mean, the doors look the same, the headlights look the same. It's just, it's an angry Corolla, for sure. And honestly, I never thought I'd say this, but that actually, that's kind of a good thing. It looks pretty good. It looks, it, it looks like one of those yappy small dogs, except this one will actually bite you. Like, imagine a small, what is it? A, a small German Shepherd. That's kind of what, that's kind of the impression I get from this, from this car. We have a vent right behind the front fender here that might be to... That might be to get rid of the pressure inside the wheel well, you know, a downforce. I'm not sure if it's actually functional, though, from the photos. I can't see from the photos here. It's kind of hard to tell. Uh, let's see. I had skipped a bit because some of the photos in this article come from 
come from car scoops being actually at the auto show where the car was unveiled. So there's a few press photos here, which is what I skipped to, and some of their own photos. Okay. Yeah, no, the vents look the vent on the fender here does look functional. And I'm again I'm assuming it is to get that pressure out of the wheel well to aid downforce. That's what I'm assuming it's for. I would hope so. I would hope so at least. Because that would that'd be a nice little touch. Not fake and very functional, add stability. You know, just an all-around win. And then looking at this press photo here, it looks like I'm it looks like the track edition version. I forgot the name of it already, unfortunately, but yeah, it looks like the track edition of the GR Yaris. So, so I'm looking at the hood here. There's definitely a bulge. Almost like almost like the E92 M3. You know how it had that kind of power bulge arrangement? Sort of like that, but much wider than it was on that M3. And then you also have hood vents here. I was hoping for a hood scoop. Like a WRX Viper-style hood scoop, not a vent. Not that vents are bad, just I, I like scoops and vents. And unfortunately, this car does not have that so far, which is a bit disappointing personally. Let's see, keep going through the photos. All right, actually, let me go back to the press photos here. Because I've, I've so far, I've just described the car. I haven't really given my thoughts on the looks in proper. I haven't, oh wait, carbon? Carbon! Almost looks like forced carbon, actually. Yeah, I haven't given a rating on what I think the face looks like. So we'll do that, and then we'll move on. So, face, I'm going to give, uh, I, I, I think I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It's not perfect. It's a little bit too it's a bit too open, it's too gopping, it's, uh, you know, jaw dropped to the floor. Uh, but I do like the aggression, the headlights work for it beautifully. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7. I do like it. Let's see, the silhouette looks like a slightly more aggressive, wider Corolla. I'm going to give it a, I want to give it a 6-something. Honestly, I might give it a 5.6. Because from the side, outside of the badge, the badge and the vent there behind the front, behind the front, uh, wheel arch wheel well it kind of just looks like a normal corolla here like the there's no massive rear wing or spoiler i say wing there's no the rear spoiler looks about the same size you would get on a normal corolla it's not the profile is not special enough it's too toned down it's too normal for my liking i do like the wheels though but yeah 5.6 it just looks like this generation corolla and that's kind of a meth looking vehicle to me it's okay in a few areas silhouettes yeah, maybe I'll like it more in the flesh. Maybe it'll be easier to tell. I do like the fenders, though. I do like some of the character lines. I'll give it a six. I'll be generous this time. I'll give it a six. It needs to be a little bit crazier. It's not, funnily enough, it's not Honda Civic Type R enough for me. It's not Ford Focus RS even enough for me. It's it's too mature. We have a head-on head on shot here. Yeah, no, that's really good looking. I'm definitely, the face definitely deserves a seven. Very good looking. From the back, I'm... You know, I like the fact that they have three exhaust pipes because that's really cool. Again, very 458 Italia Civic Type R-esque. I'm not sure I like the orientation. I say the orientation, the the organization. I say organization, the placement of the of the tailpipes, though. It's just kind of weird because they have normal, normal circular style tailpipes at the far sides, and then in the center you have this massive muff this massive muffler looking tailpipe with a hole in the middle. And I just it looks so low rent to me. It really does. It looks like a placeholder. It looks like something that came off the development car. And I'm hoping that in the press photos, this is just a prototype. We'll have a better looking exhaust, but I'm not I'm not so impressed. So for the for the exhaust portion of the rear end, at the very least, I'm going to give definitely a 5.7. The orientation wouldn't be that bad if it didn't look like they put a muffler in the middle with a hole in it. That's not a great look. 
The rear bumper is okay. Kind of got these weird looking cheekbone things. Mostly because it, the Corolla from this angle almost has DTM style fenders. You know how they're uh, wide body fenders? You know how DTM cars have the really wide extensions? Well, we have a character line that kind of emulates that style. It makes you think that there should be an exhauster port there to take, to once again, take pressure from the rear wheel well. But there's nothing there, which is quite a shame. I think there should be. That would have made it look a little bit cooler. But it is what it is. Uh, rest of the rear bumper from this angle kind of has a fat bottom look, fat bottom lip design going on here where it protrudes a bit too far from the tailgate surface for my liking. So that's, man, that's a bit of a meh for me personally. Uh, I'll give the back a 6.4. Not bad, fairly aggressive, but there's just a few odd touches here and there that I'm not really a fan of. As far as the wide body treatment to the car as a whole, 7 out of 10, like 7.5 out of 10. Love it. It gives the car... A very rally car-like stance, and I love it. A very performance-oriented stance, and that's brilliant. Uh, engine, bay, meh, it's okay. Big plastic cover. No, nothing too special there. If we go, let's see, can I find an interior shot anywhere? I thought there was an interior shot somewhere. Here we go. Uh, typical Yaris, it looks like, just with a few improvements here and there. Actually, hold on. I thought somewhere in one of my articles... I thought somewhere in one of the articles I had saved, yeah, they had changed, yeah, they had changed the interior. Okay, we'll talk about this and then go back. The GR's interior is not as a, is not as dramatic a departure from a normal Corolla as the exterior is, but there were still some racy touches to set it apart. That's especially true in the Circuit Edition, that's what it's called, which gets a leather trim steering wheel, a signed, a signed shifter, suede and faux leather sports seats with red details and badges on the headrests. The core model gets cloth seats without red accents. But both models get a GR-only performance readout in the 12.3-inch gauge cluster, a short-throw shifter, and a mechanical parking brake. Uh, parking brake, sorry. Hello, parking lot shenanigans. The infotainment and software and comfort features look standard Corolla with Android Auto and Apple CarPlay capability, multiple charge ports, and optional wireless charging. Safety and driver assistance features may seem like may seem like anachronisms in a car so intended for hooliganism, but if your parking lot shenanigans shenanigans shenan you towards a light pole or a pedestrian both versions of the gr corolla come standard with the toyota safety sense 3.0 suite of features okay there we go so yeah for the most part it does look standard corolla save for a few touches here and there like the gr badging on the bottom third spoke of the steering wheel a gr badge in the gauge cluster and yeah you know once again though i think i come back to what i said oh i, I thought i've forgotten once again what other car I have forgotten, once again, what other car I was talking about where the interior wasn't special enough. Because the last time I was saying it was the BMW. What car? Yeah, I don't remember. But once again, I'm not sure the interior is special enough. Especially because it's a GR Yaris, or GR Corolla with the Yaris drivetrain and a pretty crazy looking exterior. I suppose most of the money went to the, went to the drivetrain, though, and trying to get it into the Corolla and then making this, I would hope, as relatively inexpensive as possible. So, you know, I suppose I can forgive the interior for looking... Too, too, too normal Corolla. I suppose I can forgive it for that. Because you're not necessarily buying this car for that. You're buying it for the driving experience. So it's a good enough, it's more, it's a good enough interior. It's not bad. You'll like it. It's just not as, not as special, not as unique, not as, I hate to say it again, but just really not as special as I was hoping it was going to be, as I would have expected it to be. Not, not as, wow, I'm, I'm really driving something special from the interior. You're going to feel that way when you're driving the car, I would hope. But from the interior, it's like, it's, it's a, you know, 
almost like an appearance package Corolla. That's almost what it's like. And so that's a little bit of a disappointment to me. But yeah, it is what it is. If it were me, I would definitely go for the Circuit Edition. It's a little bit more aggressive. I love the hood vents. I love the hood. Or, you know, get the normal Corolla and then buy the Circuit Edition stuff on the aftermarket. That's probably what I'd really do. Save myself save myself a little bit of money. Oh, wait. And the Circuit Edition has a bigger rear wing on it. Well, I say rear wing. It's I think it's technically a spoiler. Or as close to rear wing as a hot hatch can get. Yeah, the Circuit Edition, that looks hot hatchy in the way a hot hatch should. Much bigger rear wing slash spoiler. Yeah. I would, I would definitely either get the Circuit Edition or get a normal GR Corolla and then get all the Circuit Edition stuff with it. One of the two for sure. But yeah, honestly, I'm going to give this car an 8.3 out, out of 10. We get another hot hatch. We get the Toyota GR Yaris drivetrain in a, in a model that can actually be sold in the U.S. and might actually sell because it's a bigger vehicle. So win, 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 win. And as long as it drives similarly to the GR Yaris, I don't expect it to be exact because it is a bigger vehicle. And, you know, it's got that extra grunt. Yeah, full on win. 8.3 out of 10, maybe 8.6. You know what? 8.6 out of 10. This car deserves it. I'm a hot hatch guy. I love hot hatches. Sports cars of this... Well, sports cars. Sports cars in quotation marks. Or performance cars, I should say, of this type. So I'm I'm ecstatic. Ford Focus RS. I was happy that was coming here. Now we have a GR Yaris, but bigger with more power. That's an absolute win. Super happy about that. Yeah, so what do you guys think of the new GR Corolla? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Somewhere in between? Let me know what you think. Yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I would love to drive this sooner rather than later. It's so, so cool. In any case, though, I hope you all enjoyed this episode, this late Sunday special. Uh, there will not be a new car special tomorrow because this would have been the new car special tomorrow. So in any case, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, oh, wait, no, no, that's YouTube. If you're, you know, if you're listening on Podbean, please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please do like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I'm, I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have one with the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode that you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.